0: Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 104. I want to talk again just a little bit about sexual relations, the relations between the sexes, because I hear things that are so insane from people who are very well-educated and intelligent that, you know, I start to wonder if I'm taking crazy pills. And I'm starting to realize that the problem is lies. They lie to us. It's just like nutrition, right? In nutrition, we were lied to for decades. I mean, remember the food pyramid, which was exactly inverted? We were told growing up that fat makes us fat, it doesn't, and that sugar. Wasn't bad for us. And again, it's just like going to college, right? We were lied to for two generations, and we were told that if we went to college, we would be guaranteed success. And taking on a hundred thousand dollars of student debt was totally worth it. All lies, these were all lies in in nutrition and in education and In the relations between men and women, everything we were told and taught were lies. And, you know, I fell for them. And, you know, you probably did too. The first lie is everything political correctness tells us. That's all lies. It is a basic biological fact that men and women are different. Oh, shock, shock, horror. Let me say that again. Men and women are different. And, you know, only in a society as broken as our society is could stating the most basic of truths be controversial. Only in a society as, as coddled and corrupt could stating the most basic of truths be dangerous. Men and women are different. Now, We're equal. We're equal in sort of the religious sense, that we're equal in the eyes of God. We're not identical. We evolved to be complementary. Women don't like weak men, and men do not like masculine women. And don't fucking tell me, oh, not all women are like that, or everyone's different, Matt. Everyone's unique. This is... One of the worst lies you can tell someone. Yes, yes, okay, people are unique. We all have a, I don't know, we all have a unique soul. We all have a different genome. We're all different, technically, but we're not that different. We obsess about our differences, and as a result, we totally gloss over. We totally ignore, we totally don't even notice our similarities, Right, but the similarities are overwhelmingly more important. And so when you tell someone that they're totally unique, you are you are lying to them about what makes everyone similar. Okay, Matt, you say men and women are different. Tell me how so I can crucify you. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Let's start just from first principles. Okay? Women have babies. <laughs> can we agree on that? Can we agree that it's the women who have to bear the child and and deliver the child? Can we agree that women suffer in childbirth and that they often died? Can we agree that women have to nurse their baby and give it constant attention for years just to keep the little bugger alive? And can we agree that all men have to do is, you know... <laughs> grunt, make a a silly face, and then roll over and go to sleep? Can we agree on that? Sex is enormously more expensive and dangerous for women. It makes them vulnerable for a long time. And so, of course, women are going to be relatively choosy about their sexual partners. A man, a high-status, profligate man, could have 300 children in one year. A woman can have one. Sperm are cheap. Eggs are very expensive. They're very dear. And that means whether we like this fact or not, it is a fact that men are cheap and women are dear. That is a fundamental truth about sex. Men are a dime a dozen, they're disposable. Women are precious. Women are the bottleneck of reproduction. History bears this out. 80% of all women in history had children, but only 40% of men did. And that statistic blows me away. I hope it blows you away, because it means that basically every woman ever had children. But now think about the second-order effects. Almost all women successfully pass on their genes— but most men lose. Most men do not have offspring. Let me say this again. In the only way that matters, from a biological point of view, almost all women in history ever were winners, and most men were losers. Men, in order to win, in order to pass on their genes, They had to be better than 60% of other men. So, of course, men evolved to take on more risk. Those who didn't take risk, the men who just were lazy and didn't, you know, fight tooth and nail to climb the status hierarchy, they didn't pass on their genes. And so that kind of behavior, those values were selected out of the gene pool. So men and women are different based on fundamental biological reasons and no amount of lying and shaming and mobbing by the politically correct left by the by the npcs is going to change that okay here's another lie the powers that be lie to us think about this what do the powerful want they want cheap labor How do you lower the cost of labor? You increase the supply of labor. Okay, Matt, how do you increase the supply of labor? Well, there's lots of ways, and the powers that be are doing all of them at the same time. They are investing in automation. They offshore manufacturing and production to countries. You know, they don't have any of these troublesome labor rules. They don't have unions. They don't have environmental standards. They don't have safety standards. And so they can pay those people cheaply. They also allow illegal immigration, which is this perfect threading of the needle of evil. Because they claim virtue when they let illegal immigrants into the country, but then they deny those same people the same basic human rights as they give to their own citizens. And why? Because those illegal immigrants are totally vulnerable and they're easily exploited. And so this increases the supply of labor also. And finally, and perhaps most destructive, the powers that be have somehow convinced half the population that they don't want to do what their gender evolved to do over a billion years. And instead, they have convinced half the population that they want to enter the workforce and and punch clocks and fill out TPS reports and attend meetings that go on forever in airless rooms with taupe-colored walls, and they want to spend their entire life scrabbling up the corporate ladder so they get an executive on their business card. They've literally convinced half the country that they don't want to follow their biological programming. You don't want to get married. You don't want to have children. You don't Oh my God, want to spend time with your children? Of course not. You want to work full time for a stranger at a large company and then take all the money you make and give it to a different woman to raise your children. That's what passes for sanity these days. It's all lies. (laughs) An entire generation of women have been lied to. They have been lied to about children, they have been lied to about jobs. They have been lied to about what will make them happy, about what will give them meaning, about what will bring them fulfillment. Where are we? Let's see. The politically correct have lied to us. The powers that be have lied to us. But uh-huh, but we also lie to ourselves. We offer ourselves counterfeits, fakes, Let me start with men here. Porn is a lie. Now, I'm a man. I watch porn. I like porn, but it's still a lie. I'm lying to my body. I am tricking my body into thinking that I'm getting laid and therefore passing on my genes, Even though I'm not... But the body doesn't know this, and so it's fooled. I trick my body into rewarding me. <laughs> but from the point of view of my genes, I have totally failed. And men, I don't think we like to admit this, but it's true. Most of our ambition, most of our striving is in the service of getting laid. We struggle and we climb the ladder So that we can make it into that 40% of men who are so fortunate that they get to have children. And porn saps that ambition. And I think video games are the same thing. They hack dopamine instead of oxytocin. But they're a lie. You are not actually accomplishing anything. These are fakes. These are counterfeits. They're not real. And women... Women, don't think I've forgotten about you because you have the same problem. But for you, the problem isn't, you know, tricking your body into thinking it's getting laid because, you know, you're women. It's easy for you to get laid. But what's harder for you to get is attention. So you invented a way to hack attention. And that's Tinder. And that's Instagram. That's I don't know, that's Twitch and OnlyFans, these these platforms that give you all the attention in the world, but not what that attention was supposed to turn into, which is commitment. Attention was always the means to the end of commitment. So women, you've tricked your bodies in the same way that we men have tricked ours. You get the means, but not the ends. You get I don't know, you get the one-night stands, you get the hungry soy boys liking your every post, but somehow that never translates into an actual steady boyfriend. It doesn't translate into an actual husband. All right, there's three lies. One last note, just while I'm on my soapbox. I see a lot of people right now saying on social media, we're all in this together. And that's a lie, too. We're not all in this together. The people who, like me, are fortunate enough to get to stay inside, we are not in this together with the nurses and the delivery workers who are on the front lines every day exposing themselves to danger, exposing their families to danger. And don't call those front line people the nurses, the delivery workers, the people who drive buses, don't call them heroes. They didn't volunteer to die for this country. They were pushed into a very dangerous position because they are the most vulnerable members of our society. All right. On that note, that's all I have. I'll catch you next week.